0: and welcome back to 365 Days of MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a comedy enthusiast. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. And apologies again, if the mic quality is kind of weird, I'm out of town right now recording on a USB mic. It's not my normal setup, but anyways, let's get into it it's 365 with mxm two. new facts every day so don't leave too soon i'm gonna teach you stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's three On this day in 1993, The Late Show with David Letterman aired its first show on CBS, launching a late night TV rivalry between NBC and CBS that would cause controversy, yes, but also bring some of the best TV comedy to the 1990s. Before moving to CBS, Letterman had been an NBC guy, hosting Late Night with David Letterman on NBC from 1982 to 1993. So, what happened? Well, Jay Leno is what happened. The most popular evening talk show for decades was NBC's The Tonight Show. Now we know it as Jimmy Fallon's show, but for 30 years, Johnny Carson was the host, and he's the one who really put the show on the map. David Letterman was a favorite guest of Carson's, and Letterman was hopeful he would be his replacement when he retired in 1993. But then NBC gave it to someone else, Jay Leno, who was a guest host for The Tonight Show at the time. That was the end of that. Letterman left NBC and took his late-night show to the rival network CBS. Johnny Carson became a regular guest on a CBS show. Jay Leno often had better ratings, but Letterman received many awards over his tenure. He stayed with CBS until he retired in 2015 as the longest-serving late-night TV host ever. After over 30 years of comedy talk show hosting, Letterman is undoubtedly one of the greats in the field. So how did he get there? David Letterman started his career as a radio talk show host at his college radio station. He got fired from the station in less than a week for playing rock and roll on an exclusively classical station. After college, he worked on an Indianapolis radio station as an anchor and weatherman. He brought an unpredictable presence that people liked. For example, he would forecast hailstones the size of canned hams and report on weather from made-up cities. In those days, Letterman had a lot of gigs. He was on a kids' TV show, a morning talk show, and a show called Freeze-Dried Movies, where he acted out a scene from Godzilla with plastic dinosaurs which actually sounds like a great TikTok idea, but his big break came when a scout for The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson saw him doing comedy sketches and asked him to be a guest on the show. Eventually, NBC gave him his own gig. First, a morning show called The David Letterman Show, and then Late Night with David Letterman, which first aired on February 1st, 1982. His first guest was Bill Murray, who became a lifelong friend. Letterman was known for his dry, sarcastic humor and his intelligent quips. His sharp manner has brought him some fair criticism as well. For example, when the New York Times Framing Britney documentary came out in 2021, it resurfaced an interview between David Letterman and Lindsay Lohan. Letterman aggressively questions her about her drug use and rehab, even though she seemed super uncomfortable, and even says, we didn't discuss this in the pre-interview. Clearly, she hadn't consented to his onslaught of traumatic mental health questions. Oprah was a guest back in the show in the 80s when it was still on NBC and was so uncomfortable that she didn't go back until 2013. Another controversy came in 2009, when allegations arose that Letterman had slept with some of his female employees. Instead of denying it, Letterman went on the show and publicly admitted to what he had done and apologized. Of course, whether that apology was sufficient is up to the women involved. However, Letterman's edginess and sarcasm brought him a solid and loyal fan base, despite the fact that it turned some people off. What people loved was the discomfort, the quippiness, the unpredictable nature of his interviews. His biographer, Jason Zinoman, says he was, quote, a fascinatingly disgruntled eccentric trapped inside a more traditional talk show. Here are a few more interesting facts about David Letterman. In 2008, a massive writer's strike that affected all TV productions took the show off the air. Letterman expressed solidarity with the writers, and The Late Show was the first to come to an agreement and come back on air. Letterman's longtime writing partner and romantic partner, Meryl Marco is responsible for many of the famous characters and sketches on the show. People say that she, quote, put the surrealism in Letterman's comedy. David Letterman is now sober after confronting a drinking problem when he was 34. He said that he was drunk 80% of the time and finally sought a solution. He has also addressed his intense anxiety and hypochondria that lasted from 30 to 40 years. He found remedies in transcendental meditation and medication. Letterman was such an average student that he later endowed a telecommunications scholarship at his college that would prioritize students who showed creativity, not grades. He called it a scholarship for C students. Now, let's talk about music. On this day in 2020, the MTV Music Video Awards got a pandemic update. Two new categories were awarded at the ceremony. The first was Best Music Video From Home, which went to Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber for their song Stuck With You. The second was Best Quarantine Performance, and that was won by CNCO for their performance of Unplugged at Home. Like other award ceremonies in 2020, the VMAs had to get creative about how to hold a ceremony in a pandemic. It was August and the pandemic was slightly lifting, but cases were on the rise again for the second time across the world. So for the VMAs, the events of the night included virtual acceptance speeches from people's own homes or locations, hosts introducing acts against digital backgrounds, and a few outdoor performances. It was a weird year, but everyone participated with positive attitudes and of course, high fashion face masks. And now for today's final segment, I'll be going back into my own photo archives to see what I was doing on an August 30th in my life. Okay, so it looks like on August 30th, 2017, I was performing inside of one of my school's practice rooms a song that I had written called "Late Nights Are for Lonely People," which eventually came out on the Masquerade called "Late Nights," and I posted a demo of it on SoundCloud. I think back when I first wrote it, but here's a video of me performing it in the background of uh, in my school. Just a friendly reminder, I do not know how to play piano. Never, never took lessons. So and it's really I weird because I sound exactly the same. Oh, I'm Obviously. Happy whoa I'm for you. oh i was playing feelings are fatal but i do have a video of me trying to play late late nights are lonely for lonely people so you know this is where it all started this is where it all started everyone late there it is that's the one people. and then i mess up the chord right after but basically you know started in high school now before we were an adult um recording her history podcast on the bed of an airbnb in a city i've been to twice Weird how things change. Thanks for going back in time with me. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM2. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Thank you.